At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome to the law firm of Davis & Davis. We're not a real law firm. Go ahead, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit back and listen. Welcome back, everybody. No, just plain old welcome to the Davis and Davis show. We're the law firm that just doesn't care. We haven't even started drinking yet. and We're already flubbing. <laughs> that portends an awesome show near the end. I can't. I mean, ow, I hit the microphone. Okay. So today, on tonight's show, we're going to be doing... A movie review, and it's one of Scott and mine's eyes, whatever. Uh, favorite movies, Big Trouble in Little China. A fabulous film, and we've got lots to talk about that. But first, Scott, wake up and tell me, what did you do last week? What happened? Anything good? I actually finished my uh, my resumes. Oh, uh, yes, I know. It sounds exciting, mm, doesn't yeah. it? I'm getting a little uh, more tingly. Uh, no, um, there's there's a couple of jobs out at the, the Joint Reserve military base here oh. that really kind of interested me. So I was like, okay, I will pull out the old resume that I haven't touched in 15 years and polish it up. <laughs> um it's and, called polishing a turd, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I'm getting older, so I I may as well use the years that I was in government service because they're still on, on my books. Oh, um, that's nice. If I get a job on a government installation working for the government again, that all works towards my retirement. So oh, that's kick-ass you know, and righteous. You, you, if if I get the job, now not only is it five thousand dollars a year, it's you know adding into my retirement account. Very nice. So, uh, what happened here? I don't know what happened here. There. Uh, uh, everybody. Uh, well, yeah. So, uh, so. <laughs> What was Scott's your weekend like? <laughs> Scott's having technical issues. <laughs> Where's the? Damn it! Um, I got my oh, went to the optometrist and got my eyes checked because I had a, I got it on, a, on a, one of those what do you call it where you put a bunch of money away for medical shit and 
it's not going to roll. Not all of it's going to roll over. So I got to use some of that money out of that medical thing. So I went into that time, just got my eyes checked. I'm getting some new glasses and I'm getting a pair of glasses just for my computer because I've got this big ass screen. I actually am more comfortable wearing these glasses, which are one or two prescriptions ago. And it just, I can read my screen better. I can read text better, all that kind of stuff. So I'll be having new regular glasses and actual dedicated glasses just for this thing, which is going to be awesome. And then, oh, and then what was Sunday? Oh, the youngest daughter who's going to college up in Toledo, her and her she went down to OSU to visit her boyfriend and bring him back up for his spring break and said, Hey, why don't we all go Uh-oh. to dinner? Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, come on. They've been dating for six years now and she's 21. I- I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> pretty sure she's doing the shit I was doing at age 14. So I, well, I can't bitch. I can't complain. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to go out and have dinner with the, um, actually him and his mom and dad and me and Nance and Maggie. So there was just like six of us. We went out to have some dinner and my wife is joking about, oh, they're going to, they're going to say that they, they, uh, they popped the, he popped the question. I'm like, yeah, no, this kid is so, well, he is very mm, dirty. Yeah. But he is also the type of kid that would. I'm 99% sure he's going to ask me for my daughter's hand in marriage before he proposes. I That's wouldn't. the kind of kid this is. I wouldn't. You scare me. <laughs> he's. <laughs> it's funny because like the oldest daughter's had a ton of boyfriends. I don't fucking like any of them. I, I, I should <laughs> by law hate this kid. And I don't. I mean, I, I even... I guess I could say I like him. I, he's he's a good kid. I, 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 there's nothing wrong with him. Fuck. I, yeah. <laughs> Poor Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Sam just doesn't know how much she gets involved in these shows. <laughs> she should start listening. I keep telling her. It's like, boost my numbers up. Come on, listen to my shit. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. So, anyways, uh, oh, what are you drinking, buddy? What do you got going on tonight? Okay, clear, clear. It? it is Chopin vodka. Going straight? Well, uh, no. This is on the rocks. Technically, it's a martini. I did just a touch of vermouth. And a little bit of lemon, you know, from the bottle kind of thing. Um, Chopin. And I did use it in the kick-ass martini shaker. It was fucking awesome. The martini shaker is great. Making crushed ice for it is fucking horrible. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, just a little background. Chopin is a single ingredient vodka, four times distilled. Uh, The stuff we get in the States is all potatoes. Um, It is a Polish brand uh first introduced in 1997 to america done in small batches the producer claims that seven pounds of potatoes are used to make every single bottle so i got there's like two potatoes right there i think (laughs) gosh it's smooth it's tasty it's got that little bit of sweet it has flavor 
but it's not annoying. It's not, you know, it's, it's a, I've drank it straight on the rocks and it's very, very tasty vodka. So I, I, I give it a wholeheartedly thumbs up. Thumbs up. Oh, fabulous. That sounds like <laughs> a wonderful thing for the evening. Myself. I am sitting with Jim Beams, Peach, and Ginger Ale. Mm, that's not a combination I would have thought of. Mm. What's it like? To me, it's fabulous. Okay. To some people, uh, a.k.a. Jordan, who will be on tomorrow's show or a Thursday show, he'll tell you that it sucks. <laughs> um he I've says never, and they have an apple. It's too sweet uh they have an apple too don't they yeah they have apple they have peach pineapple i think they have pineapple uh i was not in a i was not in a bourbon mood or anything like that you've I, I noticed just, that i've like i've gone like the gin and vodka the, the weather's warming up that uh bourbon i had three or four episodes ago there's still half a bottle sitting in the back of my I guess it's becoming a liquor cabinet. Fuck. My wife's going to hate me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just not my bag. So mm. I just, uh, uh, I wanted something light. I, I mean, I'm still drinking beer as well. So it's not like I'm, I'm not drinking enough. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> my doctor. I'm... My doctor would a, still be pissed. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm going to have to put on a t-shirt. I'm sort of sweat to death in here. What the hell? Dude, I'm telling you, I was just about to turn the air conditioner on because of uh, because of the fact that it, I am sweating my damn nuts off. So uh, uh, this is our segment where we, we, we spend a half an hour to bitch about whatever we want to bitch about. And I'm going to tell you what's happening right now. Okay. I am applying for jobs around here again. I don't want to live in Texas. I don't like Texas, but I'm young enough still at this point in time to buy a house here. And then at 65, when I retire, I can sell it and move wherever I want to move. Right. Okay. Right. So I went house hunting. Uh, my realtor sent me a house. She was like, Hey, go check this out. It's not even on the market yet. Uh, it hasn't even been cleaned up. Just go take a look at it. Now I'm looking for something, you know, $200,000, $300,000. Jesus. What? What? Uh, just, um, yeah, which is like a $100,000 house here. Yeah, okay, yeah, no yeah, mind. You live in Ohio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, this house. My house is probably a $200,000 house in your fucking neighborhood. <laughs> well, the, the house I'm looking at is 2,000 square foot four bedrooms uh and it's gonna be listed for three hundred twenty five thousand dollars jesus christ um i know it's crazy but here's okay so here's the thing i would would love to move back to ohio i will do that when i retire i don't mind the cold i actually like the cold after living in the heat like i have yeah yeah i i have learned that my body really craves the cold more than the hot you can always add more clothes you can't take any more off when you're sitting in your living room naked yes 
so uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to go look at this house. It's not even on the market yet. All brick, big backyard, big enough backyard to where I could put a shed back there and turn it into a living quarters for Bob. Because Bob needs a Why on earth? <laughs> Would you want to subject yourself it's A, to having him in the same state and B, in your fucking backyard? <laughs> Call me. Call me oh. a glutton for punishment. <laughs> it's Call a, me it's masochistic. A, it's, it's really sad that one of my criteria is to have enough room for Bob. <laughs> God. But um, it, it, it's a nice house. I'm, but this has been going on for three months, man. I am stressed out. I cannot take this crap anymore. Uh, and the housing prices are insane oh, God. right now. I, I don't really want to buy a house right now, but I'm going to end up having to uh, because where I'm, I, I mean, when I first moved here, the whole premise was that I wasn't going to stay here. Uh, I moved here in 1999. I'm still here. <laughs> Wait, you're talking about that particular apartment or the whole fucking state? No, the, the state. Um, oh. this is my, my second apartment here, third, oh. third apartment here, um, which is still not a lot. I mean, I've lived in this apartment for, uh, 20 years. Yeah. Wow. Um, so I, I just, I, I'm, I'm tired of stressing about it all it all yeah i am i am i'm just i'm so tired i may just move in with bob i, I mean and leave the wife and mother-in-law in texas uh well it would be so much easier <laughs> and <laughs> would they be okay with that i, I don't think they would really care <laughs> wouldn't mind too terribly much you know the once a year conjugal visit just you know <laughs> hmm. <laughs> God, what what the hell's a conjugal visit? <laughs> well, I said once a year. I mean, come on. Whoa, once a decade, maybe. <laughs> I don't think we like each other enough to conjecise. <laughs> I'm not even gonna count that as not a word. I now I now count that as a word. <laughs> I need Conjusize. to go conscious my own lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm done with the stress. I, I am. Uh, the, but like I said, the nice thing about the about the job that I applied for is is it's um it's actually uh i'd be moving up like like when i left the navy i was a certain rank and right. the rank that i would be as a civilian in the civilian list i'm actually moving up a notch uh All right, if, mr. This, Jefferson. if this job comes to fruition hey i also apply for a job at american airlines but uh they made me do the these cognitive tests which was 
a whole lot of fun. And one of the tests was how to use Excel. And I, I used to think that I knew Excel frontwards, <laughs> backwards, <laughs> left and right. But the damn questions on this thing, I was like, I'm not getting that job. <laughs> There's, isn't there like a free online course for Excel? Yeah, there is. Yeah. Um, you, should, you should take that. you know when 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 excel first came out i used it quite a bit and uh and so you know i uh i was really really proficient at it now i can't even figure out how to how to get it to automatically number number rows well i mean the answer to every single question on that test should have been i google what i need and i fucking copy it and put the shit on there like everyone in your goddamn corporation does right now so let's talk about something else well they they had the they had a lot of questions about diversity uh in in the okay um there were two parts to this test there was the excel part the other part was uh uh, they're they're trying to figure out your your mental whatever like your frame of mind about yeah other ethnicity yeah god i can't even say the word Uh, yeah about yeah okay but but people of a different skin well no not just that they're they're trying to figure out what your mental uh uh, what your outlook is on german people or on 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 life on uh, how 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 you solve stuff how you troubleshoot stuff Hmm. like like it would sit there and say uh, there there's two questions and you had to move the ball to either side which means that you agreed with with that one question more than the other no and it wouldn't let you pick the middle because <laughs> there were there were a couple that were that were like um uh that said something to the effect of of there's a problem do are you the type of person that that would run towards the problem to fix it and then on the other side it would say I prefer to let other people lead. <laughs> Depends on the situation, the job, and the problem. And and uh, the stupid thing is that the two questions sometimes had nothing to do with each other. <laughs> so you were sitting there, and and it's like, okay, um, I well, can't. You know what the, you, you know what they want to hear. That's the one you pick. And and the thing is, is that the this test is a half an hour long, and you get the same questions like five times. No. So literally, what they are looking for is to see if your questions match yeah. every time, and if they do differ, what was the other question? Because that's gonna. I and you could tell by the questions that were being asked, a lot of it was about about diversity and working with people of of other colors ethnicity whatever um and the other part of that was was trying to figure out if you're an asshole 
And oh, that's the, bad for you. By by the end of this thing, I was an asshole. <laughs> I I yeah, I, I was like, this is just <laughs> not Oh, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh oh. Davis Davis show is gonna be recording soon. <sighs> oh, is it hey, your timer's a little off. Well, I think I have it set for eight o'clock because it's when we typically did it, and I'm gonna have to have to reset I, that to seven now. Wait, did we did we really always we see, started at eight o'clock of in the beginning? Okay, because I, I was like, if we start at eight o'clock, it's gonna be freaking midnight by the time yeah. we get done. <laughs> I and I don't want to be here that long. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. I mean, uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> American Airlines, go <laughs> fuck yourself. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> you know, I love the fact that there's like a three second delay on my, I, 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 it's that new egg computer. <laughs> hit but a button, wait for I, I it. I hit a button and I wait like three seconds. Like, <laughs> button. <laughs> wow. It's trying its best. It's, uh, so, so when something is is uh, is said, it's very hard for me to to uh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, now, now you hear that sound effect, right? Right. <laughs> There's actually a reason that that sound effect went off. Because somebody is coming by while we're recording tonight. Don't know if it's on. Well, it'll be on the second show. But oh, he's. I thought we were zooming. He's coming by your place. No, he. We are zooming. He is. Oh, okay, he okay. Coming bad. in on Zoom. Wait, what, have uh, I met Jordan? Was he one of the three from yeah, the other night? Yeah, he was okay. one of the New one York of, one, or no he, no? he was the Dallas one. Okay. Okay. Uh, apparently, he was the one that we were supposed to have on our show about a week ago. When we reviewed, uh, what was the Lone uh, Wolf or yeah, uh, Lone Wolf McQuaid? He no. actually, uh, apparently, during Drunk Fest, we we told him to to go watch Lone Wolf McQuaid, and he could come in on Sunday and and review it. But if anyone remember, well, nobody. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't feel so bad about forgetting half the shit. <laughs> He's like, have you got your questions for this? I'm like, what, what, what questions are you talking about, Scott? <laughs> we talked about this. Drunk Burke doesn't remember. Sober Burke doesn't remember what Drunk Burke talked about. I'm sorry. What? Uh, like, like, put it on the fucking Google Drive or again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why I did last week is like I wrote down the two movies and like they were upper and lowercase in the middle of the fucking words because I'm like, smack, smack, smack. But yeah, at least I remember. <laughs> oh dear God. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I was having, I was having some issues there, uh, uh, with remembering stuff. And and the the sad fact is that I I listen to these shows because I edit them. When <laughs> you still didn't remember, how could I have forgotten that? <laughs> I I. Well, even our trivia questions like change categories from the time that we said them to the time that we did them, which is fine. I don't care, but I just found it a little humorous. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, we are at 
Uh, well, do, do yeah, you have anything a, else? Nah, man, this is a perfect break time because poor little glass is all empty. Yeah. I gotta, I, I gotta remember to like drink non-water shit in between. Water? No, I'm not gonna drink water. I mean, fish fucking it. No, I'm gonna drink something like pop or something. I, I, I just, I, I, I just drink some beer. <laughs> I think, yeah. What are, I, what, what are you <laughs> drinking? You didn't. You did. Did you tell us what you were drinking tonight? Yeah, I said the the Jim Beam. Uh, no, pe- but that's not Jim Beam you're drinking. Oh no, the 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 beer chaser is is just uh, a regular twenty five ounce something that I grabbed oh, okay. at the okay, store. Okay. It's not anything more. I mean, if it's I just worth say talking beer, about. it's not worth talking about okay. what it is that I bought. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. I bought some American made piss water beer. If it ain't, if it was warm, I'd mistake it for piss. I love, I love me some beer. All right, everyone, we're gonna take a break here. Be back soon. Come back in a little bit. Goodbye. At Parker, our purpose is simple: we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. All right, people, we're back. Hello again. I've got a couple of beers laying around me. One sitting in my roommate, keeping itself I'm, cold. Got my glass filled up. Sad thing is, I got this vodka a few days ago. I have enough for like another quarter glass, and then I'm going to switch to another vodka that I purchased, which I may even talk about that one in this show because it's also really fucking tasty, and <laughs> I like it a lot. I... uh <clears throat> I just looked at the beer situation, and I, I do do not think I'm going to have enough for the whole evening. Um, so, do what you told me to do: drink water. Yeah, I'm. I'm drinking beer in between the beer. I thought you were drinking but, beer in between the. You said it was a chaser. You lied. No. It, it was supposed to be a chaser, but I'm starting to realize that I'm really liking the flavor, and it's well, going down highly smoothly. Highly smoothly? Yeah, I'm really, you know, I'm, I'm so... W- words hard. <laughs> I'd be intelligent. I went to college. That <laughs> with a D, college. I, I'm college educated. Oh, shit. All right. We're going into block A. Block A. There is only one block today. There's two block A's, you blockhead. <laughs> oh. Here, I can we were it. supposed to re- 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 review a show today. B. There it is. Block B. I fixed it. Oh, did you? I fixed On my end. I don't know if it's the same. Whatever. Save to drive. There you go. Block B. Okay. Block A. That's all you, baby. Block A. Big trouble, little China. Yeah. Uh, I hope I opened up the right one. Wow. Yeah. Hey, domestically, it made the same amount of money. 
As long as, as Logan Wolf McQuaid. McQuaid. <laughs> uh, fuck my life. <laughs> oh, you love it. You know it. Uh, Kill me quickly. <laughs> Best movie ever. Uh, all right. So, Big Trail, Little China. July was released July 1st, 1986. The budget. Any clue on the budget? Uh, I have zero clue on the budget. I, I've heard 20 and I've seen a couple of 19 to 25 was their guess. So we'll go with 20. I could tell you what it grossed. Less than 20. Uh, 11 million. Yeah. One hour, 39 minutes long. Any idea about Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, I do not. I did not look that up. The Rotten Tomato. Take a guess on the Rotten Tomato meter. uh, I would say it's going to be around the 60s. No, 75, actually. Really? What about Mm -hmm. the uh, what about the human score? The audience rated it at 83, which is no surprise there. I can see that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. A little bit of difference there. Any idea where what Roger Ebert gave it? Uh, f- I would say a three, two. Mm. Roger How Ebert. he gave Lone Wolf McQuaid a bigger score is is kind of beyond me. But how but can I'm... that be beyond you when it is the best movie ever? I had to. I had to utter its name. It's like saying Candyman three times. <laughs> All right, cat, wow, do not wow, do not spill the drink. Wow, wow. Oh, not, God. Cat, don't lick the microphone. Don't spill the drink. Just sit down. There you go. Sit, sit, how long, sit. How long do you think it's going to take Jordan to finally get pissed off, drive over here, and punch me in the face? <laughs> <sighs> okay. So, uh, any idea where on the box office list that this movie came in at? I'm going to say 76. Very close. 71. Mm-hmm. Now, would you like to know some of the other movies on that list? I would love to know the top 10 for that year. Well, I'm going to give you a couple. Labyrinth, which is really one of my favorite movies of all time. Six, 67. It only made twelve million at the box office. Uh, Morning uh, Legend was in there. Spies Like Us was in there. Flight of the Navigator. FX. I think we've mentioned that movie once or twice. We have. Yeah, yeah. Little Shop of Horrors was in that list at forty, and it pulled in twenty-three million. Jewel of the Nile. Uh, Soul Man. Three Amigos. There you go. The Fly. Oh, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff, 37 yep. million. That was 25 on the list. Pretty in Pink. Oh, that's our boy there. Yeah, that's John, John Hughes. Hughes. Yeah, 21. Pulled in 40 mil. Poltergeist mm. 2. Who cares? American Tale. Police Academy 3. Color of Money. Oh, number 16 at 44 million. Uh, the Golden Child was on this now, list. Hang, hang on, Color of Money. Who who was was that Dan Aykroyd? No, 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 no. It wasn't Color. What am I thinking of then? I thought that was the. 
I thought that was a Paul Newman and uh, uh, Risky Business. Uh, 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 Tom, uh, yes, Tom yes, Cruise. Yes, I do believe you are correct. Okay, when they, okay. When they're pull sharks. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Golden Child, number eleven at fifty-four million. We'll talk about that. I still don't know how that movie we'll, is. We'll, that we'll talk about that here in a little while. Uh, down and out in Beverly. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Best movie ever. Except that's not the. Yeah, so, so you're going to get the oh yeah from the song Yellow. That, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I think um, I also. I think I also want to put Tangerine Dreams on here, but that's oh yeah, that's a different yeah, that's all uh, different. Ferris, well, no, we, Ferris Bueller, Ferris Bueller was was kind of my anthem at at that point in time. Uh, I, I was starting to become very rebellious at that point in time. Uh, I flunked U.S. history because I refused to do homework. Oh, I was going to say, you love U.S. history. What the hell happened there? Yeah, Mr. George had this rule that that if you missed three homework assignments, he failed you. And I didn't do any. Hmm. I was like, eh. You know, I'm I'm kind of right there with you because, you know, in the real world, when you go home at night, you tend not to fucking think about work in any way, shape, or form. So, Well, well, his, his threatening me with with um a failing grade what what he didn't think about is that scott's a very annoying motherfucker and when scott came back and didn't do his homework again but passed with a c plus (laughs) i i i can guarantee that scott was annoying enough for mr jordan (laughs) i'm gonna pass the motherfucker i I, get him out get him out I, I'm gonna stop us for a second because I, I do have to mention this. Mr. George just died last week. Oh and well, his I'm sorry. his his family, I, I went to high school or I went to school, period, with his daughter Becky. She was a friend of mine. And his wife was my tutor from third grade all the way until I went to high school. Oh, wow. So I was very close with with the George family. And, and I just want to say my condolences to, to the, the George yeah. family coach was coach was, he was the biggest Browns fan that you would ever meet. I mean, <laughs> the, the guy went, went to the stadium religiously. And even when he couldn't walk anymore, they took him in a wheelchair. Yeah, bless um, his heart. He, he was, he was a great guy. He was a football guy. Uh, he hated me. I, I understand that because I am annoying. <laughs> People just don't like me. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, why. I, I don't get it. I don't know. Anyway, Ferris Bueller, uh, number nine, 70 million. Uh, the color purple, uh, 80 million. Star Dude, I Trek. didn't even, I didn't know that they did a movie about purple people. I know, right? Oh, no, it's not, not purple people, just the color. No, it's, it, was it, just, it was just about the color purple. Oh, it's in the title. I mean, come on. Are, are we differentiating between Violet and Lavender? I, I don't know. I didn't see the movie. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, number six, Star Trek for the Voyage Home. 
Aliens. Oh, mother of pearl. Number five was Aliens. Oh, that's some good shit there. $85 million. Back to school. Somehow beat that out at $91 million. The Karate Kid beat that out. The part two beat that out at $115 million. The Crocodile Dundee at number two. I can see that. I like I, that movie. I, as much as I... I, I, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about Crocodile Dundee some other time. But that one pulled in one hundred twenty nine million, the very top movie of this year. I feel the need, the need for speed. John top Hughes. Gun. <laughs> or that's that wasn't John Hughes. That was Tony Scott. Sorry. Uh, top uh, Gun. One hundred seventy one million. One hundred seventy one eight hundred thirty eight thousand nine hundred twenty five dollars. And. I, 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 I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say it. I, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I'm gonna say it. Rodney Dangerfield was incredibly good in that flick. I I I've seen that movie a few times and um and uh forgive me. This is Sally Kellerman is the, the lady that plays opposite him. She was in the original movie of MASH. And um, I and the car. I, I gotta say, I, I liked the movie. I did. I, I can't. I can't figure out how it made it past some other movies, but I liked it. I liked it a lot. And the car was. What was that? An MGA. It was an MG. MGTD. Yeah. MGTD. That was it. Okay. Yeah, that was a cool looking car. I like that car. Uh, that's my, I, I would, I really, really want to own one of those before I die. <laughs> but then again, I, I saw my father that and a million others saw my father die and he had a bunch of aspirations as well. Oh, <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Sorry. Sorry, mom. I burped. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, that's another one I need to find is Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. You got me snorting now. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay. Uh, uh, John Carpenter directed this. Uh, yes. There is some interesting stuff about the John Carpenter. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff out there. Um. This was his fourth outing with Kurt Russell. Yes. Because his first one was actually a made-for-TV movie. Then he had The Thing and uh, I can't remember the other one. Um, but, uh, yeah, this was his fourth outing. And, and, and apparently he wanted Russell for They Live. But that didn't happen for some odd reason. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know, without looking at your cheat sheet, who did the music for the show? John Carpenter. Yeah. <laughs> Not a moment's hesitation. You know why I know that? Because he has a music video out of that song. Does he really? He does. And it is the fucking most bizarre music because there's like some other movie director and it's like dudes in their 40s trying to jam out 
and uh, yeah it it was it was it's it's out there it's it's a sight (laughs) to behold hey guess what Hmm. i I just got a notification that we're supposed to start recording the davis and davis show hit hit the button let's do this thing man (laughs) 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 Uh, okay so so i i I must, uh, I must ask you, um, yes, there, there were two people that wrote this, this fiasco of a show. Do you know about who our sh- Scott and Burke? No, no. The, the, the movie, the, oh, oh, oh the, shit. The movie. Do you know who wrote this? I don't. Gary Goldman and David Weinstein. I now looked over to IMDb and saw those there, but since I didn't know it off the top of my head now, I I I must say that 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 I do believe we we have a a very Jewish show, um, because those are both big Jewish names: Goldman <laughs> and enough, <yeah>. Weinstein. Rosenkrantz <laughs> uh, and yeah. <laughs> anyways, uh, this this show starts. Yeah, not that it really goes into the script at all but oh okay <laughs> no it doesn't go into the script i i just saw the names i was like that sounds mm. very 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 not, not, that, not that a lot of hollywood isn't that way but whatever okay yeah there, well the, okay so so there was a when when i lived in philadelphia there was a musical theater for children that i used to work with and um their name was very close to the Weinstein name. Um, uh, I'm not going to say their name on on air and all that, but uh, you know, it just it, it just got me to to start looking at stuff, and I'm like, man, there's a lot of Jewish people in theater. Um, that that was Tracy Tupman's big thing. If he couldn't decide on what movie was going to win the Oscar, he would see who the directors and producers were if they were jewish he'd pick that one and and, and, and <laughs> swear to god every fucking time he was right too so i yeah um okay this movie starred kurt russell uh he was not the original person that they thought about for this movie you know that it wasn't bronson that was the last one we were talking about it was no there were two people as i recall and neither of them could do the part. And I cannot remember the two people that they had. Man, I, hang no, on. no, they, no. Carpenter wanted Russell. The studio didn't. And that could very well be. Uh, I am trying to get to my, uh, my notes I here. I cannot remember. I didn't write it down. It was not, for me, it was not that. Totally interesting. <laughs> Don't die on me. <coughs> oh my gosh, that hurt my chest. <laughs> Still getting over the vid. Um, this isn't the vid. This is it, it is heated up here in Texas, and when it heats up in Texas, things start to pollinate. Mm. And my allergies have have taken a turn. Overdrive. Yeah, this this is well. Now, being that you're getting over COVID is not helping anything because your lungs are not as up to par as they should be. Dude, I, I am I am gurgling in mucus right now. <laughs> Glad you uh, 
put the ending on that sentence. Uh, Kurt Russell's Kurt Russell was John Carpenter's only choice for the lead role. The studio suggested Jack Nicholson or Clint Eastwood. Oh no! Well, Nicholson maybe, but Eastwood? Oh, for fuck's sake! That well, you know what? They probably thought it was going to be a horror show like the thing or something like that which eastwood would have been eastwood would be okay in a horror movie directed by john carpenter eastwood would have been great if the character was the tough guy kurt russell in the or kurt russell plays this character as 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 a a kind of a Kind of a well, no, he plays it as a kind of as a normal guy in abnormal circumstances, and he does it fucking be there's a lot, there's a lot of his acting in this movie that I, I'm really impressed with. Okay, here, here, um here's here's what I mean. Jack Burton. First off, Jack Burton talks in in the third tense. Third person, yeah. Yeah, third person all the time, which I I absolutely love. I do it to people all the time just to annoy them. Um, just one of the many annoying traits of Scott Davis. Thank you. Thank you very Scott much. Scott Davis thanks you. Yeah. I I really cannot wait to turn like 65 and be that greeter at Walmart. Scott Davis says hello. Get the hell in there, you bastard. Welcome to Walmart. Get your shit and get out. You look like you belong here. <laughs> Could I see your receipt? Yeah, I will have to cut that one out. <laughs> You'll forget, you drunken asshole. I mean, uh, yeah, sure. Um, the, the thing is, is that it, he plays the character. Okay, <clears throat> I see what you're saying. I don't agree with you, I don't think. Oh, no, look. Okay, let me, let me, let me just pick out one little point um remember when they are in chen's place about to go down the pole into the sewers and everything Mm -hmm. and um oh god i'm gonna i'm gonna screw up these people's name his little buddy right there says what what are you afraid and jack's like no i'm not afraid and like he turns away from the dude and like gives that look of like oh fuck yeah yeah but it's like it's subtle there's so many little subtle things he does in this film that i absolutely love and it's like uh, okay i i will agree with you but I, I i am talking about i am talking about what the character is not about how he acted it the character is not a tough guy no the, he acts like a tough guy he and acts, he has some and he has i mean he does have some reflexes you gotta admit he acts like a tough guy but he uh, he goes into low mains lair and and yes i know that low it's pan, low, low low pan. Pan. i know it's david okay, okay, okay. i am being a jokester and calling him low main okay <laughs> so he goes into low main's palace at, this is towards the end towards the big fight mm-hmm. and what happens shoots the gun up in the air knocks his ass out knocks himself out yeah. misses the entire fight <laughs> Uh, he's in the wheelchair. Oh, now I gotta admit the wheelchair is fucking cool. Like he stops, pulls himself up ever so gingerly and moves forward. I mean, that's kind of cool. You gotta admit, I mean, I would have fallen my ass down that fucking well. 
if he fell down the well, would he have been okay? No, probably not. Although, okay, I'm going to playing devil's no. advocate on your side here. Yeah, in, in the beginning of them getting stuck in Low Main's palace, um, he shoots his gun. It doesn't go off. He whips out his knife and it flies off to the side and he jumps over to the side to go grab his knife. In the meantime, uh, the little guy is just kicking ass, taking names and lays waste to like the 10 guys and and Jack jumps back and goes, ha! And they're all done and they're like, uh, what the fuck did I miss? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, I guess we haven't done our spoiler alert yet. Um, any movie we talk about is a spoiler alert. Just just roll with it. Yeah. Oh, look. Um, look I, I don't think I've ever shown you my, my security system, but I have cameras all over my apartment. Mm. Um, my, my apartment complex, here's part of the reason why I have, have to move. And I, I'm probably going to cut this little bit out and splice it in with the, the, the first part. <laughs> uh, I, I live in an area where there are a lot of immigrants that have come over the border okay. from, uh, Canada? I live in, yeah, uh, from Canada. Um, a they all say a a lot. A uh, they're all a holes. So, so they they our apartment complex has put used to do all of these. Hey, move in for free. You know, get get three months for free. So people would move in, and then they would stay here for three months, and they would leave before they actually owed money. Anyways. That's that's beside the point. We have a lot of riffraff here, which right. is why I have to buy a house because I have riffraff here. I have riffraff. There's then so those much people that live in your apartment complex come to your house and steal your shit. That makes uh, sense. Yeah. Well, there's so much riffraff here that um, they're dirty, nasty people. They fill up the dumpster. When the dumpster is full, people like me who are considerate keep my garbage inside of my house until they empty it. And then I go out there and put it in the dumpster. No, these people throw all their garbage around the dumpster. Well, it got so bad over the past three months that the garbage company refused to come anymore to pick Ew. up the garbage. And that stinks. So the apartment complex in its infinite wisdom has decided to hire four people raising our rent to walk around to each person's apartment at five o'clock in the afternoon and pick up the trash that they put outside their door. How the fuck is that going to help? It doesn't. It doesn't. It's absolutely idiotic. Anyway, okay. some, somebody just knocked on my door and I, I looked at my my security cameras i was like what 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 are these people doing they're dropping off the plastic container that you're supposed to put your trash in okay. and put out at five o'clock in the afternoon or evening every night now here, here's the kicker this 
this trash container that they're putting out, we're supposed to leave that in our house all day long. Have no pl- have no clue where the fuck I'm going to put it. <laughs> but if it's left outside, I get fined 50 bucks. Alrighty then. It is time to buy a house. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Even if you have to overpay, it's probably going to be totally worth it. All right. So Lopan's Lopan. So Kurt Russell's character is really an idiot, but he's yeah. smart. But he's smart. I mean, look at the way that he plays that the the game with Wang. The the you know they they play cards for for a while. Was it cards or dominoes? I can't. Uh, remember. They were playing. They played. They played something first, and I wasn't sure what it was. They were playing dominoes at the end. Yeah. Then the, is that then, the, is that the young kid's name? Is it Wang? There's... Wang. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, Wang Chai. Um, and I, I will tell you, Wang. Yes. The character Wang was absolutely phenomenal in this movie. Well, he's actually he, the hero of the movie. He he really is the protagonist. Yeah, no, he really is. I mean, even though the movie has Kurt Russell front and center because he's the saleable star he is the he's the he's the hero of the movie he's the he's the good guy i mean kurt's just he's like the obnoxious sidekick but he's so but it's fucking kurt russell so i mean he kind of takes over yeah it's a it's a weird movie but i mean that's that's part of the allure of this movie it's it's not a buddy buddy movie exactly i mean it's like yeah i I don't know how to explain it but Kurt's I'm the not, shit in this movie, and but his his character is so bizarre. I'm not going to ignore the fact that uh, I I always thought that Kim Cattrall annoyed the hell out of me. Um, but in this movie, God, I've watched this movie six times this week. Um, <laughs> I she was really movie. good. Yeah, she no, was I liked really her in this movie. good. I mean, she it, she had like she knew when she was doing the comedy, and she held her comedic chops. Um, they were just some really cheesy lines. She knew they were cheesy lines and she did them as cheesy lines and they really worked. Um, no, I, I thought she did a great, I thought, I, you know, not, not just where they, I mean, she, she was she, like, the, what has she done before that? Porkies, you know, I mean, she was howling at the moon and the men, you know, the men's locker room, you know, so all of a sudden she's got like a real role and I thought she did great. I, I, I love her in this movie. It, it, here, here's the thing about Kim Cattrall. This movie jump started her, her, her into Friends, and I'm sorry, um, into, into what? Wait, am I smoking crack here? No, I'm not because maybe she, Sex in the City. She was in Sex in the City. Uh huh. And she was in one of the Star Trek movies. Oh yeah, the okay. This is me and my whole Gene Wilder thing. Don't worry about it. I, why I do, do I keep mixing her up? Okay, the 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 lady from Friends. What was her name? Yeah, the chick that was in the Bruce Bruce video, and you had uh, the tall blonde who was ditzy, and that's all I can remember. Uh, uh yeah, the. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> Sounded like you were mumbling something about IMDb. I'm not quite sure, though. Don't know what that would be. I don't know what that meant exactly. Oh, uh, it's going to be a long night, people. Long. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a long night, man. Uh, no more Yankee, oh, my wanky. No more Yankee, my wanky. <laughs> the donga need food. <laughs> There's that three minute delay. <laughs> I beat you to the punch. God damn it. <laughs> Kim Cattrall, Sex in the City. Uh, so it was Sex in the City. Ooh, Jesse Smollett. <laughs> yeah. Um, Star Trek for the Undiscovered Country, which was the other movie on that list, oddly enough. Now, the... And uh, Mannequin, which I loved her in Mannequin, actually. That's one of those dumbass movies that I I absolutely love. She was fabulous in in that. Um, Okay, so I, I, I do mix up Friends... That's all right. I, I, yeah, we're we're gonna have that gin soaked brain cells killing us, but it's okay. I don't right. know why. Do you have any? Um, we gotta move this along because we're coming up on our break here. Do you have any favorite lines? Uh, favorite lines. You always ask me this question every time, and I never have any favorite lines. You should be getting used to this by now, mm. but no, uh, I just ignore you. Hmm. Um, and then you scramble and it's like, uh, 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 uh. I'm really good at what I do. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't take much effort being an asshole. Come on. I know. (laughs) (laughs) That's my old lady. (laughs) I would ask her, but she hasn't talked to me in about five months. So. All right, a couple of my favorites. Jack um, Burton. Jack Burton walks into the restaurant and goes, "Everybody relax, I'm here." Okay. And then the the other ones like this is this is kind of like sums up his character. I'm a reasonable guy, but I've just experienced some very unreasonable things. And that's like his total character in this whole movie. Uh, I, I okay. Uh, okay. Um, you people sit tight. Hold the fort. Keep the home fires burning. If we're not back by dawn, call the president. <laughs> and my last one, like I told my last wife, I says, honey, I never drive faster than I can see. Besides that, it's all in the reflexes. There's a touch of madness around here. <laughs> Victor Wong. Mm. Plays Lake Shen. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Well, did yeah. you know? Did you know this? Uh, did you know about the the beginning of this movie? It was added in at the bequest of the studio or producers because they didn't think that Jack Burton's character was portrayed as the hero. You are correct, all except for it was Victor Wong that made them put it in. Because he felt that Kurt Ooh, Russell's okay. character was not portrayed as a hero. Portrayed as a hero. Yep. Uh yeah, that that's a bit of history or a bit of a 
uh, trivia that that I didn't find on IMDb. Damn it! I didn't even look at IMDb this time. Uh, okay, how about Carpenter was offered the directing role of The Golden Child, which came out the same year, yes. and turned it down to do this movie. Um. Oh shit. Uh. And both Victor Wong and James Hong both starred in both of these movies. And they were both about oriental mysticism and they were both comedies. So very similar movies. And they did, Carpenter specifically did things to differentiate itself from that movie. And they upped the production schedule so they could put it out before The Golden Child came out. Hmm. Okay, how about this one? The Three Storms yeah. were inspired by what? Uh, Mortal Kombat. Yes. The Three Storms were partly the inspiration. F- well, actually, the Three Storms were partly the inspiration for the popular character of Thunder God Raiden from Mortal Kombat. Yep. So Mortal yep. Kombat actually use these three guys oh okay I have that's something about actually kind of guys cool. oh god i can't find it uh one of these one of the guys that plays one of the storms oh god let me find it hold on hold on please david lopan david Storm. lopan was the inspiration for evil sorcerer shang shung oh really that's cool I thought I, I thought I should get a point for that. People, I get a point. I get a point. So Carter Wong, who played Thunder, was actually a martial arts instructor for the Hong Kong police. Did you know that one? Mm-mm. Really? Yeah, he's like the real fucking deal. Damn. Uh, uh, did you have have a favorite part to this movie? I actually, you know, it's kind of like the whole them initially trying to get out of low mains lair originally, not the second time they went back in, but they were originally getting out because they have to, there's, there's so many different weird places that they're in. They, They deal with the, the one, you know, solid steel three foot of brick they can't get out of what are we going to do gnaw ourselves out kind of sell he falls backwards in the in the wheelchair um they have to deal with the two women that are that are the guards to all the women that are in all those cages uh the the whole thing was just going up and down levels and stuff i just i enjoyed that entire sequence of them trying to get out of low pan's warehouse Okay, my favorite scene is the first battle scene in the streets of Chinatown. And the the reason for that, I love the way that that he directed the uh, the characters to keep running through the same different scene. And every time <laughs> they ran through, something was different. And every time, 
Hey, there's my truck. <laughs> Forget your truck. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the movie. Uh, this is the first time that you see Lopan. It's the first time that yeah. you see the three storm. Yeah. And uh uh and they wanted the did they originally they wanted the two warring factions to have kind of similar outfits and the studio or somebody was like, dude, you gotta make them like difference and we know what the hell is going on and they did acquiesce to that which is fine yeah uh can you what type of truck was he driving that was a peterbilt i don't know the exact i don't know the exact uh model number but it was definitely a peterbilt it was a freight liner it was a freight liner it was a freight liner Scott used to drive trucks. It's a Freightliner. I wish it was a Peterbilt, but it was Freightliner. What was the name of it? All an ass. No, that is not the name of it. It is the Pork, the Chop, Pork Chop Express. Express. Freightliner, son of a bitch. I, I swear to God, it says fucking Peterbilt on the front of Nah, maybe it doesn't. God damn it. All right. Jinso brain. Um, do you know why it's called? Wait, wait, wait. Do you know why it was called the Pork Chop Express? Because it carried pigs. Mm -hmm. And he was eating a ham sandwich, too. Mm. <laughs> All right. We are officially at 720 uh, or 820. Uh, time. Ish. Good enough. All right. And my drink uh, is empty. So, yeah. We need to uh, oh, empty the bladder and fill oh. the drinks, clear the brain. And we shall be back. Hey, we, we yeah, what he said. <laughs> Bye. 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 Why don't you wait for the vamp? <laughs> hey, kids, we're back. I waited for the vamp this time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's been 25 years since you've done shows so it, you know this is still yeah, a learning know, thing for you but the you, learning curve been, dude you've been a hell of a lot easier to work with i mean i had to shut down the cleveland sports fan because they sucked <laughs> we just flow man it's just, it's <sighs> it's you know it's a that kind of give and take i well, try to wait it's, it's weird because like i try to wait for like the break and talk and i try to fill the blank spaces and be a good you know audio style show and shit and it, 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 it freaks me out sometimes but I, I i i'm doing my best uh okay now now i'm not quite as blown out even though there's <laughs> still three very tan women behind me <laughs> Just showing off how fucking pasty white you really are, dude. I, I, oh, I live in Texas, man. You don't, you don't step outside for like <laughs> nine months out of the year. You, you will burn up like a vampire. <laughs> so we were, we were talking. Wait, 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 what was that special effects paper we used to burn? What the fuck was that shit? Oh, flash paper. Yes, flash paper. <laughs> You'd walk outside, poof. <laughs> Ooh, dog. okay so i have changed my drink mm -hmm. from 
Jim Beam and and ginger ale to the Jim Beam peach and iced tea, unsweetened. Oh, shit. That sounds like the fucking bomb. Damn. <laughs> uh, I, that, fuck, I got to try that out now. Damn, uh, that sounds good. Because I love is, me some iced tea and peach. Dude, it, it is like... It is like Wawa peach iced tea with the just kick. a little kick. Nice. I, I, uh, I ran out of my Chopin vodka. I have switched to Seven Brothers wheat vodka. It is slightly, Seven Brothers is good. They're, it is slightly distillers. It, it's slightly better. Well, maybe it is slightly better than the Chopin. The Chopin's good. And this is better i don't think it's quite as good as that uh, topath vodka i had but damn this is some good stuff i am so gonna warn my audience right now i'm gonna have my audience our audience all five of them i 100 apologize because this tastes so damn good i'm gonna be slitty by the end uh all right we are back we are back fully with uh the second half of our our talk about big big trouble, trouble little little china yes um i i've kind of sensed a theme in the reviews that we do lately uh with with comparing them or or comparing them to when they came out and now would Ooh. this be a movie that if it was put out now it would still be able to withstand time now we've we've gone over several films that we sat back and we were like murder by death prime example that is a movie that would not even be made now no no not at all um all right let me ask you this question are you talking about if they took today's special effects if they had the same cast but were able to do today's special effects no, I'm I'm talking about the content of the film. Is this is I this think a it was, film? Well, that... okay. You you also have to remember on this film they were promised a shit ton of advertising dollars that never happened, which is one of the reasons why it's so low on the list. Had it had better advertising, it probably would have done better. Eleven but, million dollars when Top Gun was in the hundred millions. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, there were somebody that have three million dollars worth of advertising. They got like a million, but. I still think this movie would have attained the cult status if it had been released today versus when it was when it was back then. I, I, I still think it would have resonate with the cultists and the purists and the nerdists and all those kind of people. It's it just got something for everybody. It, it's it's got some great lowbrow humor and highbrow humor and subtle humor. I do. I, I think it would. I, I think it would do okay, and I think it would still raise the cult status over the years if it was released today. Okay. I think I think I might actually write this down as a topic for another show, uh, because I, I think there's a lot of flicks that that I consider to be great that just wouldn't be remade now. Uh, Rocky Horror Ooh. Picture Show is probably 
one of the most fabulous cult films out there. That I don't think it would make it on screen today. That honestly would never ever be produced now. So I, I think that that's a different show. Anyways, with yeah. Yeah. with this move or with this movie with <laughs> with this movie, uh, I, I think we need to uh, we we've discussed enough about the plot. People understand Kurt Russell, Wang. Yep, yep, yep. Wang. Sorry, it's Wang. Uh, yeah, David Lopan. Are the protagonist, the antagonist uh, yep. is is yep, Lopan yep. and the Three Storm. Yep. Um, I, out of this film, were there any uh, any negatives for you? I, I'm I'm pretty okay. Better yet, before you say anything, I'm gonna say this. I had probably two negatives in this in this flick. One okay. is the monster towards the end of the film. Which one? The the one that was totally unrealistic. The eyeball? Not the eyeball. The, the... the one that, that grabs Kim Cattrall. Oh, gotcha. Okay, got it, got it. Uh, and horrible, I understand horrible feet. Uh, they horrible feet. the toes stuck. You could tell like the dude's toes ended, the creature's toes started. They stuck up. Yeah, that was that was bad. Okay, uh, bad. That, yeah, that was bad. bad. That was bad. Um, uh, and and the second bad part of this this flick is, uh. Kurt Russell has to go through a, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a whorehouse. Yeah. Um, he goes into a whorehouse that is connected to low pans lair and all that stuff. And, mm -hmm. and a whole uh, big no, it was whatever. Okay. Go ahead. A whole big fight happens inside there. Everyone gets beat up and all that. And we never saw one naked woman. <laughs> do you okay trivia yes do you know what kurt russell was wearing in that scene that uh, was a green plaid suit with a green tie and a weird shirt why it was the exact suit he wore in used cars Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that is absolutely <laughs> fucking hilarious. Uh, okay. okay. All right. Let, let, we need to talk about James Hong for just a second. Okay. David Lopan. Phenomenal. If you, if you look on this guy's IMDb page, he has shown up in uh, damn near every TV series ever. And I'm talking fucking ever. Bonanza, you name it. He was the token oriental dude in every goddamn TV series ever. And he is still working today at age 93. I just watched a Disney film turning red. Uh, Pixar Disney film turning red. He does a voiceover in that film. 
I'm like listening and going, wait, wait, that's the dude. That's that. That's him. That's him. I had to look it up and yeah, fuck, that is him. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he and he's been in the movie uh, Airplane, Blade Runner, Balls of Fury, and tons of voiceovers for cartoons and video games. I mean, the guy's just he's uh, got a phenomenal history in TV and and, and film. I, I love him to death, and I love him in this film. He just kind of gets to let loose. He does. Uh, he, he, uh, okay. It, it's very rare in your life as an actor uh, to be able to play a character in both youth as well as old man. Yeah. And he was, he was, it was 1980s. The makeup wasn't the best, but him playing the old man really intrigued me as far as 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 how he and dude he, he was hilarious it. i mean i love when they're talking about when jack is like oh and then you're gonna take over the whole universe he goes indeed you know it's like that little girly voice it's like dude that's fucking great it was like listening to legally blonde come out of this old 90 year old chinese guy's mouth it was great uh uh, the 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 fight scene, the last fight scene in in the uh... oh you wait wait you were talking about negatives oh yeah negatives uh, the, well, the this... whole the whole neon aesthetic in the very last scene threw yeah. me off a little bit it was little yeah and I I can't say the special effects offended me I mean it was the eighties for I mean you know it, it was it the eighties. And, and a lot of them hold up today. You gotta admit, a lot of them hold up today. The 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 furry beast, yeah, I, I kind of didn't dig it. But the whole neon aesthetic at the end just really annoyed the piss out of me. So that would be my biggest negative on the film. Well, that um, that scene, I I was bringing it up because there there were special effects that happened. The the head after it gets hit blown in the up, attack, by, yeah, by it falls egg. down, yeah, and. That was all hydraulics. On Ooh. top of that, the the women coming down the 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 slide, which we all know was an escalator. Yeah. <laughs> um, the escalator was actually was actually ordered and built for the movie, and they didn't want to spend a lot of money on it, so it was only twelve inches wide. Oh, geez. Twelve inch. That's one foot. Dude. yeah that's it, barely one person um so everyone <laughs> the, the the okay george uh george Ch 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 chuang 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 uh was a stunt man or something like that and okay. uh uh he Chew. basically said he said uh uh, what was it that he said right before? Right before the end of filming, he turned around, looked at everyone, and said, "Oh my God, this is going to be my last scene." <laughs> <laughs> he said that he was trembling all the way through <laughs> the filming of that scene. Uh, it, it was yeah, the the neon got me because I. <laughs> It was, was just like, a little annoying. Come on. Come on. This is supposed to be old world under underground there. And all of a sudden you've got this 
fancy green neon around the head that's about <laughs> to fall apart. <laughs> um, but the head w- falls down by hydraulics. And I, I was bringing that up because that's what I did in the Navy. Something that big is going to be, I don't want to say unreliable. It's not that it's unreliable. It's going to, it's going to have gonna be issues. Of, yeah. It's never going to fall the same way twice is what I'm trying to say. So I, I, I'm sure that, that the special effects guys had a ton of shit to work out during oh, the show. Yeah. I mean, and, and damn near everything was, was practical, which I love. There was a couple of special effects, like that ending scene with the two mystic samurai, and you know, it was it, it, which was I'd be willing to bet that that scene probably inspired, um, and I can't remember which Harry Potter film it was with the the two wands meeting and stuff like that, because it was very reminiscent of that. Hi, cat. How are you? Don't don't no don't lick the no don't lick the microphone. Don't bite the microphone. Quit biting the microphone. All right, cat, you're done. You bite the microphone. Gotta love that cat. <clears throat> in the oh. wedding, in the wedding yep. scene where Lopan is putting the needle of love in Mi Mingyun, Mingyun, Miao Ying, Mao Ying, Mao Ying. That was it. Damn, yes. I am not doing good tonight. Well, no, th- these are all tough names because they're all they're all close. Uh, James Hong Lopan. Yes jabbed Susie Pie yes a little too hard and you can actually see her flinch yeah she flinches is the genuine response yes yes uh what else do we have here in my notes um here uh when Jack Burton attempts to infiltrate the white tiger brothel uh oh yeah that's the suit he's wearing sorry that we did that one already um studio so you want to cast a rock star in the in the role of gracie law but uh, uh-huh. carpenter's only choice was kim Hattrall. uh fox was not too keen on that decision uh since she was mostly known for raunchy films porkies blah 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 but she was excited to do the role saying I- i'm not screaming for help the whole movie the whole time so uh man you just took the the one that Ooh. i was uh oh dude i have a great one i have a fucking great one you ready okay egg shen's office or garage or whatever right before they go down into the sewers at the end of the film do you know where that was what that set was i do not know what it was oh fuck it's great hold on hold on hold on okay 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 but I do remember that Kurt Russell says that it was a dump. You are correct. Do you know okay. what the physical set was or what it was used again for? No, tell me. It is the same firehouse that they use in Ghostbusters. Oh. And you're just not excited. I fucking hate you. Oh. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, Fire Station 23. Which I've driven yeah. past in real life. I have a picture of it. It's awesome. All right. The movie was parodied 
in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, a Chinatown ghost story. I had no clue. An episode of the animated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They even had James Hong provide the voice of a near carbon copy of Lohan <laughs> named <laughs> what? Uh, Wang. I don't okay. know. Ho Chan. Ho Chan. That's awesome. That's excellent. Uh, we discussed that there were other people that were considered mm-hmm. uh, to play Jack Burton. Um, there was actually one more that was considered. Who was that? Well, that's a good question for you. I, I don't know. Uh, let me give you some hints here. He worked with John Carpenter on Starman in 1984. It's got to be Bridges. He also was considered for Kurt Russell's role in Escape from New York and The Thing. I'm going to go with Bridges. You are 100% correct. Wow. Cool. Um, and Do you know what? lead role that Kurt Russell turned down in favor of Big Trouble for Little China? That wasn't Top Gun, was it? No. He turned down the lead in Highlander to be in Big Trouble in Little China. That that was probably a good move for him. That was... Don't get me wrong. I fucking love Highlander. Holy shit, I love Highlander. But... And both of these, I, I tell you what, he, but hey, the meaning there can be only one really kind of stands out with the choice that yeah. was made to play the Highlander. I mean, he, he, he couldn't go wrong either way, but I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm thankful that he's in big trouble and not Highlander. I think it just worked out better that way, but still, yeah, that's some good shit there. Do you know who the first choice to play Wang Shi was? I do believe it was uh, Jackie Chan. You are correct, sir. But I believe the producers thought his English wasn't good enough. Yes. Yes. And and Chan turned down the role anyway, and it was given to Dennis Dunn. Now, do you know how Dennis Dunn got that role? I don't think I have that written down anywhere. I no, wait, 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 wait. No, I no, I don't. Sorry. Go ahead. John Carpenter had seen Dennis Dunn in Year of the Dragon and liked Ooh. his work. Nice. He he met the actor twice before casting him in the role of Wang. And honestly, and honestly, he wasn't cast until a few days before principal photography, which is is the first thing that you do before you start filming. (laughs) Holy cow. Holy cow. Holy cow. Uh, Some of the movies that we love should have no reason for being as good as they are or, or completed in any way, shape or form. It's fucking amazing how off the cuff and, 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 and that some of these movies go, it, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, 
I, I'm going to have to, I, I've got to say this. I've got to say this. It was the 1980s when this film came out. And the special effects that were the visual special effects, mm -hmm. I'm not talking about costuming, not talking yep, about, yep, 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 yep. were absolutely spot on through the you whole know, show. You know but, why? Do you tell? Because it was one of the guys that had uh, was with ILM originally. That's why. It was it was extremely well done. Okay, so I got a big old paragraph here. The, the eyeball, the floating eyeball dude, was the hardest, most expensive special effect they had in the whole damn movie. It it was like eight eight guys. Wait a minute here. Uh, Sixty artists and engineers worked on the damn thing and because of all the moving parts it cost over one hundred thousand dollars to make now visual effects producer richard edland kept one of the ghoulish green eyes because it had green eyes uh, as a souvenir but the rest of the guardians since been lost of time he worked for ilm on the original star wars trilogy raiders of the last arc poltergeist and then he opened his own business and worked on ghostbusters Hmm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Seven forty-nine. I, I. You know what? Let's just pull through this. I only got a couple more things to talk about, and then we're done. All right. Uh, before you go to that, in uh, I have the DVD version here, so I mm. got to to listen to the DVD commentary. Oh shit! That must be nice. And John Carpenter states in the the dvd con content mm -hmm. uh that the character jack burton is the hero of the movie but other than killing lo pan and saving wang when he shoots the card he is more of a sidekick yeah oh absolutely absolutely and this was the point that i was trying to make earlier about how he's not really the tough no. guy no, I, even I said that. He is not the protagonist. He's not the hero. He, you know. No. Yeah. All, All right. right what, so do you, what do you Kim, got for me? Kim Cattrall. Contact yeah. lenses. Yes. They did not like her eyes whatsoever. They had to be put in like 10 minutes before each scene was filmed. Otherwise, her eyes would be fucking red and she'd be having tears on her eyes. But she just she she just bullied through it and got that shit done. She's a trooper. Bless her heart. Do you know? Who reused the set for a music video? Oh, God, no. Janet Jackson reused that set for the, the video If. Um, yeah. So that was wow. also in Janet Jackson's video. And that was like back then a controversial video, which today we're like, whatever. Um, do you know what this movie was originally intended to be what genre they wanted this movie to be originally uh i don't want to say action no uh, i do not know it was originally intended to be a western this is a far far yeah, this is <laughs> instead of having his truck stolen, Jack Burton would have lost his horse. Uh, okay. 
I know, right? Yeah. All right. Got, uh, you got anything? Hang it. Yes. Yeah, go for it. In the prison scene, Kim Cattrall is hogtied. Yep. There is a reason for this, but the scene that explained it was cut out of the film. Do no. you know why she was hogtied? Probably a bit of guard. She gives the guards verbal abuse, resulting in her being gagged and hogtied. <laughs> I mean, I remember her her friend going, she was like a wolverine. They had to tie her up and hogtie her. <laughs> yes. So, so during the shooting, Kurt Russell had a really bad case of the flu, which is why in many of the scenes, he has copious amounts of sweat all over him. <laughs> the sad thing is i think one of those scenes he ends up kissing kim cattrall I'm like dude come on that's just wrong man i oh i do believe you are correct though <laughs> okay do you remember in the very opening scene they have big trouble in old china and they have some uh chinese script across there yes do you know what that script actually says no Evil spirits make big scene in little spiritual state. <laughs> Sounds like a bad translation, doesn't it? Uh, that wow. Yeah. Um, all right. Here, here is here's a piece of trivia. Okay. Production designer John Lloyd designed the elaborate underground set and recreated Chinatown with three story buildings, roads streetlights sewers and so on this was necessary for the staging of the complicated special effects kung fu fight that i was talking about earlier mm -hmm. that would have been very hard to do on location do you know what this caused i'm gonna go four hundred fifty thousand dollars this well, not not what it cost, what it caused. C a u s e d. I don't know. This forced the filmmakers to shoot the film in fifteen weeks instead of twenty five. Ooh, due to the cost. Remember Egg Shan's bus? Yes, I want that freaking bus. You can go get it. Really. Mm -hmm. How all much? You, have to, you all you have to do is go to Yellowstone National Park. It is one of the tour buses there, and they borrowed it for the movie and then gave it back to them. And it gives tours of the old faithful geyser. I want that bus. <laughs> I, I want I want that bus. Um, let's see here. Hmm. Regarding the or ornate Lopan marriage scene towards the end of the film mm -hmm. that whole set with the mouth coming down down the steps of the escalator it was very dangerous james hong revealed it was a very narrow escalator and i and i was on a lift 12 <laughs> inches wide <laughs> i was on lifts 12 inch lifts okay all of a sudden, John said, we don't have time. We've got to do it right away. <laughs> I said, can't you get a stuntman? <laughs> no. <laughs> can, George, 
get George Chuang. He's my stuntman. He said, no, no, you just got to step in. <laughs> so with that long robe, I tried to pull oh, it over the lift. And when I stepped on just the part before you go down, the real escalator, I said, oh, God, I'm going to die. <laughs> oh, my. Um, remember Jack Burton's boots? Those yeah. like, yeah, th that was actually Kurt Russell's idea. Um, uh, he had a hand inside, yeah, uh, the funky high top moccasins. They were specially made in Aspen at a shop that Kurt Russell happened to know about, and they kind of work. I mean, you know, you got the whole hidden blade and everything in there, yeah, okay. Yeah. So the dude, him. the dude who plays Rain, one of the three Furies, thought that this was a serious film. He had no idea that it was a comedy. Um, it wasn't until they filmed the last fight and noticed that Dennis Dunn did that over-the-top eyebrow raise at the key moment during the their battle, and he realized this movie was actually a comedy. That happened to have action, adventure, and mystical elements. Okay. Kim, and, Kim, and, and, you know how much his wig cost? How much? Three grand in $1987. $3,000. But they wanted it to look exactly like the old school Chinese. Oh, that's a drop in the bucket for Eileen Brennan. <laughs> uh, okay. Kim Cattrall left the set every day at 4 30 p.m why did she have a kid no i have no clue she was performing in a production of anton anton checked Chekhov's. come on scott speak <laughs> anton Chekhov's. Chekhov's three sisters no shit i did not know that kim cattrell remembers having to explain to the studio bosses who uh Cottrell remembers having to explain to studio bosses who Chekhov was. <laughs> <laughs> and let me he, let me educate educate the theater people what the fuck the real theater really is. Uh, yeah, uh, she then proceeded to tell them my film career is subsidized by my theater career. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, if I only did theater, I would have to waitress, and I didn't want to waitress. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my God! So Kurt you... Russell, Kurt Russell yeah. had to learn how to drive a semi. Yes, for this I film. saw that. I yeah. saw that. I was like, he was like, he was terrified of hurting someone. And Carpenter jokes that he was more concerned about the actor breaking the truck when everyone else is more concerned about the truck running over people. Okay. I, I have to say this. I, I used to drive trucks, um, back earlier in my career when I, when I would tour, it became kind of, kind of like I was more worthy of, of getting a tour, um, because I had my CDL. Oh, okay. So I drove, I drove trucks for a lot of the tours. Uh, how do I say this kindly? I saw him 
I figured out the scenes that he actually drove in. Okay. And and the the scene of him driving through Chinatown. That that was him. Those and it's were... kind of impressive because I've driven I've driven limousines. I've driven 45 foot rider trucks through downtown Cleveland. That that was an impressive bit of driving for in my opinion. That was stinking incredible. Um anyways, uh we we are at time mm. here. One we, more. Give it the to lipstick. Me. Lipstick. Kim Cattrall kisses Kurt Russell. Lipstick stays on the lips. They kept it in. And and, they, and it was just because Carpenter trusted them to just roll through that shit with the lipstick on there. And it made that scene so much better that he's like doing the whole serious talk with the bad guy. And he's got these fucking lipstick smears all over his face. Anyway, okay. Ooh, buddy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for a little bit of a break. We will be back in a second. Enjoy it. Talk to you soon. And we're back. Hello, everybody. Uh, I, I I had to go feed the ducks. I had to go feed the ducks. What do you mean ducks? I got ducks. Like penned up, or they wild, or what the fuck are you talking about? They're wild. They they fly in every, <laughs> every spring. Uh, and and I have to go feed them. I have to go feed the ducks. Hey, hey, they're called Jack and Jill. Okay, because I, I, that's the uh, because you know, the, the boy and girl. I'm assuming, but I, I have to. Who the fuck named them? Um, it wasn't me. Uh, okay, gotta quit smoking crack. I know. <laughs> All right, so we're back. And, and, with, I, and uh, I just asked. Wait a minute, for everybody out there, I just asked during the break. How many cats do you own? Uh, we we can't say that on the air because the city of Irving would come after us. Fair enough. Yeah. But there's well, like eight. You, you have one cat. Yeah, there's eight, but there's only one that's named. That's the only that, well, that yeah, I, I have Bob. That's the only cat that I yeah. <laughs> They're all called <laughs> They're all called Bob. They're all called Lulu. <laughs> all right. We are in our uh uh, little conclusion section here. Yes. Um, and, and I'm going to let you wrap up what you think about Big Trouble in Little China and give it its rating. Bottom shelf, top shelf. Is it in the box? No. No. Let us know what you think. It is one of my many favorite cult films of all time my rating it, it it is it is second shelf it's very close to first shelf but i, I have to give it a second shelf it's 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 a solid second shelf all right um okay my conclusion's gonna be a little bit longer i know i'm sorry uh we still we still tolerate you. Yeah. Uh yeah. So here, here's what I say. Here's here. This Kurt Russell was always the type of actor 
to uh he he didn't do serious roles. He was always good in these comedic roles. All right. What do you what what do you saying Snake Pliskin was not a serious role? Uh, okay. He did more in the comedic role. I, okay, I'll, I'll I'll give you that. I mean, the kid did start out in Disney doing the the Oh God! What did he do in Disney? The computer with tennis shoes and shit like that. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay, I get it. Okay, I'll, no, no, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I, I mean, you look back at his career. You got Overboard. You got this. You've Overboard uh, was later. No, no, no. We're talking about from this film before this. What had he done? I I don't really care about that. I'm looking at his entire career. He is not a serious actor. I mean, no, I, that's, that's the wrong way to say it. He is a serious actor. He's a great actor. Yeah. I mean, the thing is his, a great goddamn film. His the thing main, is absolutely fantastic. His main genre is comedy. Uh, okay. I, mean, I guess, uh, I, I guess I can agree with that, but we, we yeah. saw him, we saw him in Tron. Which he played, he did play, he, he, no, but he, he played it comedy, but he played it as a straight guy. Even in the second Tron, he was like more of the, like the, the straightest guy in the whole goddamn film. Okay. Okay. Anyways, yeah. my conclusion to this <laughs> film is that he's a comedic actor. Okay. He can do it all. He can do it all, but he's he's more of a comedic actor. But he was phenomenal in this film. Oh, God, yeah. The comedy that is in this film, he made it seem like it was real. He made, he made Jack a character who was actually... Almost a caricature. Yeah. Well, here... You know, and it was subtle. I mean, like the glances that he gives, the the little asides that he, the, just his facial expressions after giving a line were great in this film. When, when people grow up and become adults, they start to realize that when they were younger, they had that feeling of I am, I am superior to everyone. I'm invincible. I am invincible. And in this movie, he's got the I am invincible. Then he knocks himself out. <laughs> that, that's great because it, I, I saw parts of myself in him. <laughs> so I, 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 I love this film. It, I do, too. I, I absolutely this, love this film. I think this film stands the test of time. You see Kim Cattrall in, in I mean, she's gorgeous. She's oh, yeah. just flat oh, yeah. out gorgeous in this film. My Ying. Wow. Yeah, I'm surprised in we never saw her again. But yeah, she was, yeah, she was smoking hot. Just, just, it was a fun film to watch. It was, I watched it six times in two weeks. That's crazy. And and let me ask you this question. Yeah. How many times in the past decade have you watched The Golden Child versus this film? I have. I never liked The Golden Child, A. It was okay. I liked I, it. I watched it once. I was done with it. 
I've probably seen it two or three times. I saw it once. Don't need to see it again. Um, Although, this... I, and, I, and I must admit, I love the when he's scratching on the things and goes, I, 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 I want the dagger. That I love that line. Other than that, that movie is completely forgettable. I don't. Well, okay. With all the hype behind that movie, I understand why it made it to its top spot. But nobody fucking remembers that movie, and everybody remembers Big Trouble. It's yes. a cult classic. It will always be a cult classic. Now, with that, uh, I I think I'm going to give it a rating of 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 second shelf. It is a uh, solid uh, two. It, I. It, I, it, it's so close to one, but it, yeah, I, it, it's a solid two. Absolutely. It's definitely there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, on that note, do you have anything else going on <clears throat> that we need to discuss before we carry our ass out of here and actually do another show? I am spent. Oh, you see, this is going to be a, I'm telling you, the next one's going to be a long one. All right, people. Yeah, it's going to be ugly. We, we are, we are happy that you guys are listening to us. We are having fun. Uh, Bless you guys. Yeah. And please keep listening. And, and we'll try to put out some fun shit for you. If at all possible between the two of us. We'll, we'll see about that. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back on Thursday and special content will come out this week. So, you know, on that note, I'm out of here. Have a great night, folks. On behalf of Burke, Scott, and the rest of the cast at the Davis and Davis show, we'd like to thank you for listening and we hope you return next week. Remember, we're not a law firm, and we just don't care.
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.